You're listening to the Ableton and Music Habits Podcast, Episode 3. Welcome to the Ableton and Music Habits Podcast. Actionable music production tips to take your music to the next level. And now, your host, Jason Timothy. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Ableton and Music Habits Podcast. This is episode number three. And in this episode, I'm going to dive into the importance of improving your listening skills. It's something that surprisingly very few people talk about in the music production scene. And it happens to be one of the most important things that you can really do for yourself and your music career. Because if you can't hear the details of other songs, how are you ever going to come up with similar ideas for your own songs? It's those little tiny details that really make a massive difference between whether your song sounds professional and expensive or just average. So with that said, let's get into it. What's up, everyone? Hello to all of you. Uh, Today, what I wanted to talk about is the importance of developing your listening skills as a fundamental part of your music production arsenal. Basically, without your listening skills, all your tools and all your techniques and all, all, all the stuff that you know about making music is not going to really matter that much if you don't have the listening skills dialed in. And this is something a lot of people really miss out on. They try to work, especially when, when they're starting out, they try to work on their music from a standpoint of taking only what's in their head and trying to get it onto the computer, right? Well, the issue with that is when you have poor listening skills, the things that are in your head as ideas are also going to be fairly limited. As you develop your listening skills and your ability to hear more in other songs, those ideas start stirring in your head as well. And then you notice when something seems to be missing in your song. Now, oftentimes, even as a beginner, you notice when something doesn't sound quite right, doesn't sound quite as professional as you wish it would. But because you don't have those listening skills developed, you can't really put your finger on what exactly is missing in your track that would take it from sounding average to sounding really professional and expensive, right? And here's the thing is you can really know where you're at with your music production just by gauging how well you are at listening to other music and how much you hear. Literally by practicing listening to songs and really trying to break down all the little sounds and all the background things and the atmospherics and the effects and the filters and being able to describe the sounds, you know, are they hard sounds or soft sounds? Do they kind of swell up slowly or do they have a strong attack? All these different things will um, help you improve your own vocabulary to describe what you're listening to. And then you're going to be much better able to translate those ideas directly into your own songs without having a vocabulary for what you're listening to and an understanding of how to break down and reverse engineer what you're hearing. It's going to be more difficult for you to set up the proper blueprint for your own music. You know, it's kind of like not be able being able to create a proper blueprint for building a house or writing a story or something like that, if you don't understand the details of the process of of any sort of creative endeavor, what's going to happen is your results are going to be very basic and very elementary, you know, until you are able to really recognize the details that makes or breaks a certain form of art. So here's the thing is you can only conceive of 
what you're able to hear, really, because your brain kind of stirs things that filters through it. And maybe on an unconscious level, you hear certain things uh, that you don't notice consciously. But until you notice them consciously and are able to really define what it is you're listening to, then you're not really going to conceive of those ideas in your own songs. And that's why a lot of people, when they start out, they get their kick drum, they get their snare, they get their hi-hat, they get their bass, and then they wonder, well, I've, I've, I've filled all, all the gaps, you know, for my groove. Why does it not, why is it not coming together? And I challenge you to sit down and, and listen to music more closely, and you'll start noticing those other details. You'll start noticing that the snare probably has a couple layers on it, or that layers get added later on in the song to help the song develop and help keep the intensity of the song and the interest of the song going. Same with hi-hats, same with bass. Sometimes a bass sound is actually a collection of sounds made into one sort of bass line, you know? Sometimes it can have as many as three different sounds, four different sounds, depending on uh, what's necessary. I mean, I'm not saying that that's always the case. Sometimes all you need is one sound, but you have to know why you only need one sound and you have to know why you would need multiple sounds to get a certain result. Right. So these are some of the things that as you become a better producer, those layers and those details and, and the uh, the atmospheric sounds or the bed of sounds that your song sits on top of start to come to the forefront as far as your listening skills go. 